Hi, this is Kelly Comberiati. And this is Anthony Comberiati. And we are Spaghetti Sass. Welcome, Anthony. Welcome, Kelly. How are you? Doing all right. Good. Usually doing all right, I guess. So our main topic for today is, uh, given that I have been leaning into the types of shows that you watch, because I wanted to see, like, what can I find overlapping-wise? What's that? I said I appreciated that. Yes. yes, like Emily in Paris. I mean, by all means, I enjoyed Emily in Paris. It wasn't a chore to watch it or anything. And, you know, obviously we discussed it and and uh, had a lot to say about it. But to be fair, let's, you know, I want to see if, given that I have a wide range of shows I watch, I figure maybe there would be something in there that you would like at least as much as I'd like Emily in Paris. Okay. So we could jump into that. So. I, one thing I watch is a lot of superhero shows. Um, yeah. I'm a big Marvel Comics fan. At least I have been quite a bit over the years. And if you name a given character, I can tell you rather easily if it's a Marvel character or a DC character, for sure. A, good, a big popular comic book character. So uh, I know my Marvel versus my DC. Okay. And uh, certainly really enjoy them a lot. And it's funny because I connect with Leo a lot. Because he's big into superheroes now, so I'll like yeah. be reading him a superhero book or something. There was some holiday recently where I was reading him a superhero book. Well, he might be more into dinosaurs now, but he did he does like the superheroes still too. So anyway, and also much like how we talked about uh, the video games that are going on in your household yes. under your nose, anyway, there is also a lot of superhero movie watching going on <laughs> in your household. John, yeah. Yes. So this is, it's not like this is some sort of thing that is totally out there that, that is just me and that John doesn't know anything about or whatever. So, yeah. It's certainly along the lines of your household for sure. And it should be pretty interesting, I think. So in terms of finding the perfect superhero TV show for you to try out, I had some criteria that I figured out based on your interest to start. Okay. So, so I'm thinking, you probably would prefer a female lead. I don't know if it's inherently required, but you seem to like a lot of shows and comedians and all that are female. And um, you're, I don't know if feminist is the appropriate term for you. Maybe you like that. Maybe you don't. But certainly you're a pro-woman. And I, I don't think you're going to be adverse to anything with a female lead. Yes. <laughs> inherently. It's not going to be like, well, here's some guy that you don't care about it's just you know there, there will be some sort of relatability to it at least at some level okay. which is probably a plus make that more appealing to you than just a couple guys running around yes yeah, so yes which ones are they just give it okay. to me no 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 i have two more criteria first oh goodness okay. i'll tell you the second one is if i can find something with a distinctive or interesting fashion sense among the main character that i figure that's a plus so i kind of try to fit that in a little bit and the third one is the less guns, the better. Okay. Because I know you are anti-gun, so I'm taking that into account, trying to find something that fits better. Now, not everything is going to not have any guns at all, but I'm not going to recommend The Punisher, which is a guy firing guns and killing a lot of people and all that, who just has his own shirt and doesn't do a lot. The Punisher is probably exactly the opposite of what you'd want to see now that I think about it. So that will not be on this list. Okay. So this is roughly in order from least likely to appeal to you to most likely. Okay. So don't be discouraged by the early ones because hopefully they'll get better in terms All of right. things that you get excited about. Okay. 
So the first one is uh, is a Marvel Netflix show, which is now moving to Disney Plus. I'm not sure if it's moved yet or not, but the the ones that were on Netflix that were Marvel are moving over to Disney Plus, and it's called Jessica Jones. And I yes, hear you have already I, seen an episode of this. Yes. Do you want to hear my thoughts? Sure. I really hated it, and I told you <laughs> I'm not watching any more of this. I thought it was so creepy and i just hated that one i think i saw more than one episode right? oh, okay. i hated that one guy do you know which guy i'm talking about the bad guy david Tennant from doctor who okay well that means nothing to me but probably i mean I, um well yeah. the bad guy he does like manipulation of people and um yeah like he sp- he says something that commands someone and then the person has to like they do it it was yeah. probably the guy you hate. Yeah, I just did not like that premise at all. And yes, I, I and I remember like I was thinking about the end of the first episode, and it was very gory. And John said you weren't up for that. But even though I didn't think you'd want to watch this, I was thinking about how it has does have some pluses that might be relevant for other shows. So, like, if you have, like, Kristen Ritter's a very talented actress and very good for the role. She has a very distinctive wardrobe with the jeans and the dark shirts. I don't know if you like that kind of wardrobe or not, but it's it definitely gets the uh, a a distinct fashion sense of some sort. Uh, Poppy Child Star, no, I'm sorry, Peppy Child Star Adopted Sister, I figured, you know, so you had two female leads and all that. But, okay, so the positives... I think the females you like, but you said like the darkness, the gore and the stuff like that. And the bad guy are things you don't like. The good news is that the other four recommendations, as far as I can tell, do not have any of those negative things. So I just figured I'd throw that, <laughs> throw that out there first. <laughs> like I said, just for reference of we're getting better and better ones. <laughs> but I'm glad that you gave that one a shot. So the other ones, for reference, the other one should all be more appealing than that. Okay, continue. So the next one is She-Hulk. So you have this actress, uh, Tatiana Maslany, and I don't really know her, but she seems to get plenty of roles, so she must be quite good. It's a half-hour legal comedy of 10 episodes, and uh, if I don't know if you think Mark Ruffalo and Tim Roth are sexy or not, but they are both in it. Okay. And um, I don't know if you did you watch The Good Place or not? Um, yeah, I saw the first season. I didn't really care for it, but yeah. oh well. the The Indian girl Jamila Jamil, yeah. Well, she she's in uh, She Hulk as well. The negatives to this though is that it doesn't even come out yet until the middle of this year. Oh, so you don't even know if it's good or not. <laughs> so, like I said, I just I threw out the bad ones first. <laughs> Just to be funny. And the other one, the other three will be, will, I think the other three will all be, um, will all be like actual reasonable recommendations. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the next one I'd rec, I want to recommend is Batwoman. Okay. This is a, this is on the CW. Uh, it's a very progressive show. Obviously, you know, Batman and Batwoman kind of parallels Batman. So it's very progressive. The main characters are a lesbian, a black female security officer type, a very entertaining, funny, rich Asian doctor girl. 
I don't know how to explain her in less adjectives than that. Okay. And a nerdy black guy. So it's definitely diverse and progressive, which, you know, you're not against that, I'm sure. And the main villain, I think, is a compelling female character. Reminds, reminds me a little bit of Heath Ledger's Joker, which is a very okay. good thing, I think. A very interesting character. And now, you, it's on the CW, so is it geared more towards a younger audience? No, I don't think so. It's probably TV 14. It, well, it's definitely not going to be gory or any sort of, you know, uh, Jessica Jones type of thing. There's not bloody fighting and stuff along those lines. There's not ultra hardcore, very dark things in it. I mean, it is dark, but it's, there is a degree of relationship stuff in there, I think, because the CW shows are very big on not just the superheroes, but also having some relationship stuff going on with the characters and uh, a deeper emotional side, which is certainly a plus. They want to develop the characters interestingly and have interpersonal challenges that they're dealing with, which obviously has much wider appeal than just a superhero going out and fighting people. Right. And uh, if you think Doug Ray Scott is sexy, perhaps you do, then he he is also in it. I don't know if you know Doug Ray Scott, the I'm actor. Not. Oh. Well, he might be some he might be a sexy actor. I'm not up on my which guys are sexy or not, but I figured I mentioned Doug Ray Scott. No, I do not I just looked this guy up. He was the bad guy in the second Mission Impossible movie. He's kind of old. I mean, oh. I would say some of these other people in the show are more attractive than him. Oh, okay. Yeah. The other, most of the people in the show are probably a little older than you, somewhere in that general age range. So probably more relatable. By I sure. will say Rotten Tomatoes. I just looked up the show. Rotten Tomatoes did not give it a good score, but we'll, well so in terms of in terms of negatives, uh, it's DC rather than Marvel. But some people really like DC. But that's all right. Um, don't get too attached to the actress who plays the main character. And uh, though Bat superheroes are very anti-gun, there are still guns in it. But it's probably good to ha that the main character is anti-gun because if anything, you're going to see the main you know Batman Bat characters being like no guns and like taking guns away from people and all that. So. That might be a positive to see that as, you know, it's certainly better than guns and maybe, you know, has an appeal to it as well. Okay. So it's, it's, it's worth considering. They have had, they've had two seasons. They're on the third season. Now I watched all the first season, all the second season. I haven't delved into the third season as of yet, but I like it quite a bit. Okay. Also Rachel Matt. Also, uh, Rachel Maddow has a cameo in there every so often, just a voice cameo, which is kind of neat. Mm. So since I like her. Yes. The, the next TV show that I want to recommend is called WandaVision. Yes, I'm interested in that one. Okay, great. So what do you know about WandaVision thus far? Well, I know the actress is Elizabeth Olsen, who is related to the Olsen sisters, and she was also in another superhero movie that i saw or at least one if not two. Oh, one of the uh, avengers or marvel ones yes. of some sort yes so i've seen her before um yeah i mean i like her i like her character i think it's an interesting premise because doesn't it isn't it like in different time periods yes the premise has uh, a lot of the story is like a tour through sitcoms decade by decade, or we'll have an episode that reflects sitcoms of 
one decade and another or just different eras of sitcoms. And as you yeah. go episode to episode, it goes yeah. through one era to the next. So the, I think that sounds very interesting. Yeah. So an, another plus with that, obviously, the different decades showcase different fashions. So that's probably a positive. I don't <laughs> to what extent you care about that, but do you like fashion? Maybe you'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember this 90s fashion. This was really neat, and, you know, or like, oh, this is what people dressed in the fit, like in the 50s that's, or 60s or whatever. And like, maybe there's something neat about that. Uh, may, you might think Paul Bettany is, is, is sexy. Uh, okay. British actor might be a big plus. Um, you know, Randall Park, I know from Always Be My Maybe and probably some other, maybe some other places. I believe he's the lead in Always Be My Maybe with Ali Wong. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. So he's in it, and he's 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 generally a funny character. Uh, so he might, he's, I think, at least a little funny in that. Uh, and there's only one season, and they don't intend to make any more seasons because it doesn't really lend itself to that. And it's only nine episodes, so it's not too big a commitment. Uh, in terms of the minuses, it does eventually tie into the Marvel universe more large. So you might need to ask John about like some of the stuff that's going on. Okay. And the main character is a bit of a witch. Okay. <laughs> Actually, that's not a negative. I just, it was, I don't know, whatever. So, right. so I will give that one a shot. Anthony. Yes. yes it's on Disney plus. Yeah. Okay. So curious to see what, curious to hear what you think of that. So that, okay. that should be neat. I'm feeling good about that one. Okay. And the final one I re- I want to recommend is Supergirl. Hmm. Okay. So this is a DC comic show. And the first season, I believe, was on ABC. And then after that, it, it switched over to the CW. So it, it literally has a very strong female character. Uh, it also has some other subjectively strong female characters, like Supergirl's adoptive sister. Well, Supergirl is adopted into the family. And some of the villainesses, um, definitely interesting, strong female characters. You have a lot of the CW type of interpersonal stuff, so certainly more depth than you necessarily... So certainly more emotional, interpersonal relationship depth than you might have in what you would think in a stereotypical superhero type of thing. Uh, Callista Flockhart is in there in a very empowering role, I think. The alter ego of Supergirl has a journalism-based day job, which you may be able to relate to. You certainly will be able to relate to that than to many things, I would think. But even if it's not quite your type, your realm, at least it is journalism of some sort. And uh, the guy who plays Jimmy Olsen is a uh, sexy, tall black guy, uh, Mekad Brooks. I don't know if you like sexy, tall black guys like Mekad Brooks, but... Uh, figure that might be a selling point as well for you. All right. I've never heard of Supergirl. Again, I'm a little nervous that's on the CW, but... Well, I the, could... the, the first season was on ABC. Now, to be fair, uh, it does get... I think it gets worse. So maybe like the first season or two, I mean, if you kind of fade out after a season or two, I'm de- I definitely wouldn't feel you know bad because i i haven't seen the last season yet it doesn't look like it's that good but there's like six seasons or something like that so maybe like catch a season or two and you know, if you really like it by all means you you know keep going with it and uh yeah it's it's dc comics so john is not as familiar with them as marvel for sure 
it does it does it does get uh, rather liberal eventually. They have a, they ultimately a number of seasons in number of seasons in they have a trans character played by a trans actress, and they go into that a little bit. They have some anti well anti gun stuff is not liberal, but there is some anti gun stuff in there as well. Uh, so eventually it gets very liberal, might even be too, might be too liberal for you even, but you know, it's, it is what it is. But that I think is a few seasons in at least, uh, I think the strong female character side of things, which I guess could be considered liberalism is a positive liberalism that, that it's, yeah, it's wouldn't be too liberal. It would be all, all a positive for you. Not, it wouldn't be like, okay, this is, you know, too liberal or whatever. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, like I said, the quality is good early on. Seems to drop. Seems like it may drop off some in later seasons. By all means, I think you might enjoy the first season or two, and and if you really like it, you can keep going. But if you don't, then. But I believe it is on Netflix at this point. Okay. Well, I'm going to start with Wandavision, and if yes. I have time, I will fit in this Supergirl. So apparently it was on CBS, not ABC. So oh, okay. shows how much I was on top of things. With it. I mostly got into it, caught up on a lot of switched over to CW and kind of integrated increasingly into the universe with the rest of it. Oh. But I think I think you might like at least the first couple seasons of that. But okay. Uh, but yeah, Batwoman is also worth considering. But you know, by all means, WandaVision and Supergirl is the big two. All right. Spaghetti sass. We are out.